0: This is Techonomist by Benjamin Johnson, a place of technology news as well as thoughtful opinion and analysis about how tech companies and the products they build are changing the way we live. You can subscribe to my weekly email at teconomist.email or you can follow along right here on your favorite podcast app. Ant Group. the west can learn from the biggest fintech on earth. November 2nd, 2020. Data is the new oil is a quote that's been both amplified and challenged by experts around the world as folks endeavor to give theme to the transformation from 20th century natural resource empires to 21st century technology companies. Therefore it was only fitting that this past week Ant Group a Chinese financial technology firm, overtook Saudi Aramco, the state-backed oil firm, for the largest initial public offering on record. Ant will be listed on Hong Kong and Shanghai's stock exchanges this coming Thursday, having raised over $34 billion in new cash from investors. The demand was much, much higher. Ant is a digital finance platform, which brings together consumers and businesses to make and receive payments, borrow money, purchase insurance, and grow wealth. Layered on top of this is a mountain of additional services from booking train tickets to buying a marriage license. These digital experiences are nothing new to the West, but what makes Ant such an interesting case to review is the speed in which they've consolidated all of these services into one platform and the scale that being in China provides them. Before there was Ant Group, there was Alipay, Alipay was Jack Ma's solution to building trust around the all-important payment step of transacting on his e-commerce platforms. In 2003, when Alipay launched, payments in China were cash-heavy and credit card adoption was low across the country. It still is now, as that category has been leapfrogged by digital payments such as Alipay and WeChat Pay, a similar trend that we're seeing in Africa too. Alipay is a third-party payment solution allowing users to connect countless funding sources, such as bank accounts and credit cards, including Visa and MasterCard, to then make and receive payments. QR codes became a key utility for the product too, with Chinese retailers accepting contactless payments in this way. By 2009, Alipay had become much more than a way to transact on Alibaba platforms, but had become a way to manage many of your civic admin, such as paying your water and power bill, as well as traffic fines and school fees. This started to give the firm more data on its users, which would pave the way for new financial services to be layered onto the app. This transformation was formalized in 2014 when Alipay became Ant, a rebrand that would allow the company to grow outside of payments. Now, jumping back to the present day, the split of Ant's revenue across the four different product areas shows payments are no longer the biggest earner for the company, its lending, or specifically the brokerage service fees it earns by connecting consumers and small businesses to third-party lenders on its platform. This reflects a global trend of payment infrastructure costs coming down and those savings being passed on to consumers as payments become a commodity. This is why you see Square, PayPal and others moving into credit as ancillary services for their users. Like PayPal and Square, Ant has decided that rather than carry the balance sheet risk itself, and compete with China's institutional lenders, it would rather focus on being the marketplace in which the financial service firms find the right profile of customers. Ant can use its rich source of customer data, like whether an individual pays their power bill on time or whether a small business is taking kind of more or less payments through Alipay for their corner store and use that data to inform their credit profile. This intellectual property Ant Group has built is so powerful that it's launched its own credit reference agency called Zima Credit, which now productizes credit scores for third parties to use. This business model of charging lenders a service fee to discover customers on the Ant platform, underwrite using Zima credit data, issue credit, and facilitate the repayment of that credit all within Ant's platform, earned the group over 42 billion yuan last year, or 6.3 billion in US dollars. This business model is then applied seamlessly onto wealth management and insurance. As of June 30, Ant's integrated partners had more than one trillion yuan under management on the service, making it the largest online investment platform in China, while brokering insurance products made up 7% of Ant's annual revenues, with that business line growing over 100% year on year. The success of Ant Group can be boiled down to a few key observations. First, Ant capitalized on solving a key problem for buyers and sellers of Alibaba, driving lots of users to Alipay to transact. Ant reports over 1 billion active users of its payments products, most of whom are in China. This market opportunity arrived for Jack Ma as China became ready to digitize commerce and build infrastructure around online payments. There are some notable comparisons to PayPal in the United States, where Venmo solved the problem of easily paying friends and family instantly, something the banks weren't offering natively at that time. Secondly, Ant used payments as a beachhead into other services. The more things a user came to the app to do, like buy goods, book tickets, and manage bills, the more opportunities it earned to connect other financial services to the platform. With over 1 billion individuals trading on the app, with hundreds of millions of merchants, the obvious problem to solve for both buyers and sellers was credit working capital for businesses, and personal credit for buyers. In the West, we're seeing platforms like Shopify and Amazon connect third-party credit solutions to its sellers to buy stock and bridge cash flow gaps. While on personal platforms like PayPal and Klarna, buyers can access credit lines or buy goods on installments, while they're assessed on their credit profile and repayment behavior on the platforms. And third, Ant's decision to pivot away from providing the financial service products themselves and choosing to be the marketplace ensures they have a range of financial products to service as many of their users as possible, while also mitigating balance sheet risk where defaults rise, as they likely did during periods in 2020 due to coronavirus. Not competing with the institutional firms will also keep Ant on side with market referees and policymakers. This is critical in China where the government holds more power over how businesses operate. So what does this all mean for the West? What can we learn from Ant Group's success and product innovation? Well, what is clear is that we're unlikely to see a single financial services platform or even a duopoly if you include Cents WeChat in Western financial services. There are so many established technology firms serving different verticals across social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat, e-commerce, with Amazon and Shopify and personal computing like Apple and Microsoft, that embedded financial services will become core parts of all of those services. Some will do it better than others, of course, but that range of choice and specialization will be a healthy thing for America and Europe. What you can expect to become more common in the West is a wider range of data sources being used to make financial services more accessible to individuals and small businesses. Open banking is the start of this, with open finance likely to follow. As traditionally analog services like utility bills and rent become digitized, underwriters will be less reliant on just credit repayments to measure a customer's ability to repay a loan. This matters as many people can't access credit to begin with to build their score. Open finance should be as transparent as possible to the borrower, who should maintain control over what data they share, who with, how it will be used, and with a clear understanding of the value exchange. And so in business, you focus on either being the customer serving brand, acquiring users and owning the experience, or you focus on being the connected utility, providing backend services powered by APIs. Ant is in the business of serving customers. And if you wanna be the best at doing that, you need to be great at using customer data to connect the right backend services to the right customer. Otherwise, customers and financial service providers will find each other elsewhere.